Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential podcast. It is Saturday. That means I am answering your questions, diving into the topics that you want to hear about, and I am giving something away. And yes, I am solo today. If you're new to the show, typically on Saturdays, my husband Chris joins, but today, not so much. You just get me, but you also get a really great prize. Well, the winner today gets a great prize. So a couple of you have reached out because we've got some new listeners to the show. Hello, hello, welcome. I am Elizabeth. And People have asked, how, how do you enter to win? So every single Saturday, I give something away. There are three ways to enter every week. The first is you can leave a rating and review of this show on whatever platform that you listen to, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, etc. Thank you in advance. If you haven't ever left a review, it would just mean a lot to me if you took two seconds to do that. Uh, it's really kind of how podcasts grow. So if you get value from this show, that would mean a lot. It's also a way that you can enter to win. The other way is to leave a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon. And the third way is to post on either Facebook or Instagram. Be sure to tag me because otherwise I won't see it with an episode of this podcast that you're listening to or loving. And if you do all three, you get three chances to win. Your three times is likely and we pick a winner every single week. This week, we are giving away the new edition of the Changemakers Productivity and Fulfillment Journal. So this journal came out less than a year ago, and I'm obsessed with it, as are so many of you. We made some improvements, so now we are shipping the second edition, the second edition. Most of it is the same, but one of the big changes that we made is to the monthly planning page. What I hear from a lot of folks is that they struggle to balance all the areas of their life that need work. You know, like maybe you want to get out of debt or you want to lose weight or you want to start a business, but there's all this other competing stuff. There's your job, there's your kids, there's your home, there's all of these things. And so one of the things we added to the monthly planning page is just a better way, a more streamlined and more visual way to see the other areas that we want to invest in, to get creative about ways we can invest in that area, and then to keep track. So if you're on the VIP email list, I'm sending out a picture in the VIP email tomorrow. So make sure that you open that email. Um, essentially, it's, a, it's, a, it's three columns on this monthly planning, one of the monthly planning pages. The far left column basically says, you know, list out the other areas of your life you want to invest in. So my primary goal right now is related to my health. So it's areas other than that, like my marriage, my nuclear family, my extended family, my friendships, 
networking, my business, my finances, those are my home, just to list a few. Then in the second column, you brainstorm for each one of those areas what things you could do to invest. So for my marriage, it's like solo dates, double dates with friends, uh, playing games together, having meaningful conversations that go beyond how was your day? What new thing is the baby doing, right? So intentionally trying to connect through conversation, intimacy, all of those kinds of things would be in the brainstorming section. Then the third column is a whole bunch, I think, of like 30 bubbles, you know, like a standardized test empty bubble. And throughout the month, you just keep track of how many days you intentionally invest in that area. My goal and certainly is the case for most of the people I work with, my goal is not to invest in all of these areas every day. There's just not enough time. I am not looking to make myself crazy. But what I do want to make sure is that, you know, when we're halfway through the month, I've invested in my finances more than once. I've invested in my marriage more than twice, that sort of thing. So if I see visually, oh, wow, I've invested in primal potential 20 days out of 20, and I've invested intentionally in my marriage twice, or I've invested in my finances four times. That tells me it needs a little bit more intentionality. So I love this addition. It's very visual. It's a great way to keep track of these things. That is now shipping. So I will put in the link to this show description where you can get your Changemakers Productivity and Fulfillment Journal. Of course, there are daily tracking pages. Those pages haven't changed. People are absolutely loving them. Um, but the second edition is now available. It is now shipping. And that is what we are giving away today. And I will announce the winner at the end of the show. All right. Let's dive into the questions that you sent my way. And listen, guys, whether you've been listening to this show forever or you're brand new, if there's a question you have, if there's a topic you want to hear about, if there is an area where you're struggling and you just want to dialogue with it a little bit, let me know. You can email me. You can DM me on Instagram. But that's what these Saturday shows are for. They are for you. They are for your needs. So don't be shy about that. All right. First question says, what if you don't have hunger cues? How do you know how to fuel your body? What if you don't have hunger cues? I've actually done full episodes on hunger and hunger cues, feeling them, not feeling them. So a great thing to do is go to primalpotential.com, search hunger, and those full episodes or blogs or both will come up. One thing that I think is very important to talk about is the fact that the absence of that rumbly, tummy, empty belly feeling does not mean that you don't feel hunger cues. Hunger feels different to different people. So you might be somebody that never feels that rumbly tummy sensation. That does not mean you don't feel hunger cues. It just means that your hunger cues are different. So what are some of the other ways that people experience hunger? Sometimes it's feeling thirsty. Sometimes it's a headache. Sometimes it's having trouble focusing or being a little lightheaded, getting distracted. There are so many different ways that hunger shows up for yourself. And guys, this is one of the primary reasons that I recommend journaling. You must understand your body. Usually, hunger does not show up for me as that rumbly tummy feeling or 
sometimes the rumbly tummy feeling for me is not hunger, but a blood sugar fluctuation. So I, this used to happen all the time when uh, I would eat higher carb meals. So maybe when I was growing up, it was always cereal for breakfast. And then an hour later, I would have this like gnawing sensation in my belly. And I'd think, how could I possibly need to eat again? I didn't. But that feeling for me was the blood sugar dip that came from hitting my my body with a glass of orange juice and a bowl of cereal. I didn't need more fuel, but my body was responding to the previous spike in blood sugar from the cereal and the OG and OJ and then the dip. Understanding your body is one of the most important things you can do, not just for your health, but for your overall performance, not just for your body composition, but for knowing how to take care of yourself. So when you journal, not just what you eat, not just how you feel, but like the sensations that you're noticing. Gosh, I seem to be able to focus at work for like 20 minutes max and then I'm bouncing all over the wall. Sometimes those are signs of how we're fueling ourselves or what we need. So journal, 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 and then keep journaling. All right, the next question says, in general, how are you? Thank you for asking. I, I know the person that, that sent in this question, and um, we, she's been part of the Primal Potential family for years, and I'm just grateful grateful for that. I think, I think people ask, well, just to ask, but also um, because I have a new baby, because it's been, you know, not even a year and a half since Dagny died. In general, I am doing well. I don't feel the... the level of fatigue that I thought that I would having a new baby. Um, even in the early weeks where it was around the clock, like I think there's just something that happens in your body uh, that overrides where we would normally feel really tired. So I know I hear from a lot of new moms that they're super tired. I haven't felt that way. Um, things are going well with baby Roman. He's eating well. He's He's getting into a good rhythm. I feel like I know and understand him better every single day, which is a great, great feeling. And it's also been a lot harder than I anticipated in terms of missing Dagny and in terms of that grief process. Because all of the moments that are so amazing with Roman, like the first time that he giggled and the first time that he rolled over and you know, taking him places and having people respond. Oh, the baby's so cute. And oh my gosh, he looks like X, Y, Z. It just, it just makes it hurt in a new way that I don't have those experiences um, with Dagny. But in general, to answer the question, in general, I'm doing well. I'm still trying to figure out the balance of full-time momming, right? Uh, we had planned when Dagny was born for Chris to not work. That plan changed, of course, when she died. And so now with Roman, Chris is working full-time, which means I am full-time home solo with the baby. And so trying to both fully be present when he is awake and not be multitasking and not be like, oh my gosh, I wish you would take a nap because I have other things to do. Trying to strike that balance between being fully present when he is awake and also getting my work done without feeling like, oh, I just need the baby to go down so I can work. We're, we're working that through. We're figuring that out. In fact, as I record this, today is the first day where Chris is off work and kind of taking the outside of feeding duties. So that's what we're trying right now. We're trying him going down to four days a week so that I have one day where I know that I can schedule meetings and record and just 
at least on a, on a Monday or Tuesday, not feel like, oh my gosh, I didn't get this thing done. I know that I can do it on Thursday. So in general, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. All right. The next question says, can you talk more about how to know if you need to push or rest? I love this question. And it's one we've talked about quite often here on the podcast. I think it falls into the category of it's not so binary. I think a, a more effective question to ask is, where do I need to push and where do I need to rest? Because it's not either I'm in a season of push or I'm in a season of rest. I need rest or I need to push myself. It's kind of more nuanced. Where in what areas of my life or with what goals do I need to push a little harder and where do I need to rest? So like when I first had Roman, it was definitely a rest period in terms of physical fitness and working out. But that doesn't mean that it's just a rest period overall. It could be a push season in terms of nutrition, right? Or maybe you are in a push season with your health, but you're in a rest season where you're with your career. You're no longer going in early, staying late, working weekends, that sort of stuff. You're, you're really trying to keep, keep firmer boundaries with your job. So I would challenge you to say, where do I need to push? Where do I need to rest? And then be very honest with yourself. Am I saying that I need to rest because I don't want to do the work or because I really think I would benefit from backing off a little bit? I think there are some areas where maybe we don't ever really need to back off. Or at least certain seasons where even though I want to rest, I need to push, you know? So where do you need to rest? Where do you need to push? Honestly, I think this is yet another area where journaling is very helpful because one of the things that journaling helped me with the most was recognizing my own bullshit. When am I making excuses? When am I really doing my best and I need to accept that I can't currently do more? Understanding yourself, understanding your excuses, understanding your limitations, understanding your goals and staying connected to them and not getting distracted Another reason why I recommend journaling. And I will say this too. People who are resistant to journaling often think it's a time thing. Like, I just don't have time for that. Guys, my journaling takes me less than five minutes a day. And the payoff is huge. The next question says, who do you think Roman looks like? This is so funny because almost everybody on social media says, oh my gosh, he looks just like his dad. And it always makes me laugh because especially for people on social media that like don't know us personally, 70% of Chris's face is covered with his beard. <laughs> you know what I mean? So are you saying like his, their foreheads look the same? Um, and I think too, when it's a boy with dark hair and dad is obviously a boy with dark hair, it's easy to say. So who do we think Roman looks like? I don't need to belabor this question. Me. Uh, if you look at my baby pictures like twins. Um, the same, I remember posting a picture when Dagny was born of like my newborn picture next to hers. And it was like, you almost couldn't tell the difference except the quality of the photo. The difference between Dagny and Roman is really only that Dagny didn't have hair. Roman has a lot of dark hair, but otherwise facially they're, they're identical almost and their facial expressions are identical. Um, so Chris and I always say like, I ask Chris constantly, do you, where do you see yourself in Roman? Uh, he's like, I don't know. I don't. Blah, blah, blah. Um, sometimes in the smile, he'll say that he does. But 
uh, he looks very much like my baby pictures. He actually looks really similar to my biological dad, uh, which is, you know, <laughs> interesting. Um, but I also, as a baby, looked a lot like my biological dad. So that's that. Do you eat beans? Why or why not? Short answer, I don't, primarily because I don't love them enough to want to incorporate them. If I'm going to do a carbohydrate, I would, I always want it to be something that I really enjoy eating, and I just don't love beans. I don't dislike them, but there's also other factors to consider. I wrote a whole blog on this. If you go to Primal Potential and you search beans, it will come up. I know I did an episode on it too, so that'll probably show up as well. Um... There are things called phytates and lectins that are present in beans. They can irritate the gut lining. There are ways around it with things like soaking. I mean, not really truly ways around it, but ways to minimize the effect of those things. So um, that's one thing to consider. It's not why I don't eat them. I believe in eating foods I love that love me back. I like beans. I don't love beans, and therefore they're not on my list. Next question. There's two more here, guys, and then we'll get to the winner. How do you approach people you think would be great for network marketing? Hmm. Personally, I don't. The reason I say that is because I just talk about what I'm doing and why with almost everybody. And so people self-select their interest based on that. I'm not. This is where I think is a huge, huge mistake people make determining who you think would be good and who you think wouldn't be good or who you think would be interested and who you think would be not interested. I'm just very open with just about everybody about the things I do and I'm excited about and then I let them determine if they want to take the conversation further. If I play the game of, gee, I think so-and-so would be good or I don't think so-and-so would be good or I don't think so-and-so would be interested so I'm not going to talk about it, I'm probably going to miss out on a lot of opportunities and I am one of those people. If my girlfriend, Brooke, had censored her sharing of what she was a part of based on who she thought would be interested, she never would have talked to me about it for several reasons. Number one, I was already successful financially, business-wise. Why would I be looking for something else? Number two, you know, this is how she could have thought about it. Number two, I had publicly said that I was not interested in network marketing and I didn't want to consider it. So she could have very easily been like, mm, Elizabeth's not interested. But that's not how she operates. She operates from the perspective of, I talk about this with everybody and I assume everybody is going to be open to a new idea and they determine whether or not the conversation goes further. So she had been very upfront and open. She didn't say, hey, Elizabeth, I think you would be great. Or, hey, Elizabeth, can we have a conversation about X, Y, Z? She just was always talking about her enthusiasm and belief in this. And eventually I said to her, you know what? Can we get on a call? I'd like to have a conversation and talk more and learn more about this. So I do not believe in determining ahead of time who might be interested or who might be good because you're going to miss a lot of people that way. I share what I'm doing and why with everybody and let them determine if the conversation goes to the next step. The last question says, why am I not sticking to my diet? It's only been two weeks. When somebody says, why am I not sticking to my diet? 
you know what I'm going to say, you're asking the wrong question. Because what you're asking for is reasons that it's not working. Instead, ask yourself, what can I do to eat the way I want to eat, to eat the way that's aligned with my goals today? You've got to solve for the right thing. If you say, why am I not doing it? What are you looking for? All the reasons you're not doing it. How is that going to possibly move you forward? It's not. The other thing is, why are you dieting? Why am I not sticking to my diet? Instead, how is it that you want to eat for the rest of your life and why? And what will you do about it today? Focus on today's version of the solution instead of yesterday's version of the problem. When someone says, why am I not sticking to my diet? It's only been two weeks. They're telling me how the last two weeks have gone. I don't care about the last two weeks and you shouldn't either. I care about what you could do today. Listen, whoever wrote this question, go listen to episode 903 right now and then listen to it again, and then save it, put it in your calendar, listen to it two days from now, and then four days from now, and then 10 days from now, 9.03. Seriously, if you feel like you're not being consistent, you're not following through, please, please, please go listen to episode 9.03. All right, the winner of the second edition of the Changemakers Productivity and Fulfillment Journal is at thisisme underscore Cassie. At thisisme underscore, underscore Cassie, congratulations. Thanks for sharing the Primal Potential podcast. It means a lot to me. Email me, elizabeth at primalpotential.com. Let me know that you were the winner for episode 904 of the Changemakers Journal. Please include your full mailing address, and I will get it to you no matter where in the world you live. Next week, Chris will be back. That is the plan. For now, I am enjoying a work day only to be interrupted by meetings and baby nursing. But otherwise, Chris is on dad duty today, and I am happy about that. Everybody have an amazing day. I will talk to you very soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change this is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.